0: All right, we'll say good morning, let us begin. Let us begin. Begin by thanking our sponsors for this morning. Sure to thank our Talmud Torah sponsors for the month of Av, Max, and Brenda Labkovsky in honor of the Yitzchak Yitzhak Mayer's upcoming by mitzvah. Dr. Riva Mitzner, in commemoration of the first yard site of her father, Dr. Larry Schenk, Aryeh Ben Chaim, Zichor Levracha, To thank our Week of Learning sponsors, Mark and Sarah Meisler, for the yard site of Mark's grandmother, Ann Altman, Chana Devorah Bas Yehuda, and Bill and Rezi Eskin, Lezecha Nishmas, Bill's father, Mordechai Ben David, and Rezi's mother, Tzivia Bas Moshe Aaron. And our Daft Yomli sponsors, Dr. and Mr., uh, Dr. and Mrs. Warshawski, in memory of Camille Warshavski, Kayla Bas, HaKhaver, Moshe, Zichrona, Livracha We hope that in the merit of our Torah, all of the Neshamas will have Aliyah, and the families in Nechama. And also with that, let us begin. So a very exciting daff ahead of us today. A lot to do today. Today's daf is Daf Chas. We are picking up on Daf Zion Amud Bez. We actually have a lot to do on Zion Amud Bez as well. So also we actually left off. Kind of by uh, by Abaye, which is pretty much like in the middle of Zion on the base, but it'll, it'll, it'll move quickly in a Hashem. Amra baye. If you see Tosa's Sicheich, if you go across from Tosa's Sicheich in the Gemara, about four lines up from that, so the Gemara says, Amra baye. So Amra baye. Rabbi, Rabbi Yoshiach, Rabbi Yehud, Rabbi Shem, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Shem, Rabbi and Kulam Svirlehu sukkah diras arai ba'ina. So, interestingly enough, the Gemara quotes over here as follows. The Gemara says, sorry, the Gimara says, Abaye says, all of these particular opinions require that sukkah be a diras aray. No, diras keva, excuse me. Diras keva. Now, I remember again, at first glance, this statement seems incredibly strange because the entire essence of sukkah is a diras Arai. Say mi diras keva, leave your permanent dwelling and enter into your diras arai, enter into your impermanent dwelling. <laughs> and what Abayi is pointing out over here is as false. I both said, this is a little bit of the strange dialectic in Sukkah. Sukkah on one hand is diras arai, it's, right, it's an impermanent dwelling, but what Abayi is saying is, it also has to be, or these opinions hold, it also has to be a bias. It has to be, right, Sukkah becomes your home for seven days. Well, in order for the Sukkah to become your home for seven days, at the end of the day, there has to be some degree of permanence associated with it. So all of these opinions hold that the sukkah must have some degree of permanence. So let's go through them. The Gemara says so as well where do we see the opinion of Rebbe? The Sanya, Rebbe Omer, kol, shus, kol sukkah she'in ba'ar amos arba amos psula. Rebbe holds any sukkah that doesn't have dalad by dalad. It's gotta be dalad amas by dalad amas. So we we'll say, so remember again, why dalad amas by dalad amas? Remember again, go back for a moment to our daf a few days ago. We saw the minimum dimensions of a home, of a bayis are, are, daled by dalet, right? For example, again, if you have a home that is less than Dalid by dalet, remember again, it's not chayv in mezuzah. So you see that the minimum dimensions of a bias of a home, are dallid by dalid. Rabbi Oshia Hadam, Rabbi Oshia Bose, is what we said above. Rabbi Oshia said that not only does the schach have to provide shade, but the walls have to provide shade as well. Rabbi, Yehuda, where is Rabbi Huda, where does Rabbi Yehuda say? Sukkah she amma. Going back to our first Mishnah, the Rabbanan said that a sukkah that's 12 and 20 amas is possible. Now, Rabbi will say, remember, for a variety of different reasons, Rabbi Yehuda Huda says that it's kasher. The Yemar's understanding, Rabbi Yehuda's willingness to say that it's kasher is because Rabbi Huda holds that the sukkah needs to be a diraskeba. One of the opinions, Rabbi say says, that that the reason that a sukkah lemalam esrim ama is going to be puzzl is why because that's called a diras keva. Rabbi Huda says no problem. A sukkah can be a dir, excuse me, a diras keva, a permanent dwelling. Rabbi Shimon Desanyek Beis Kilo Chasun. Rabbi Shimon Omer Gimel Kilo Chasun. What's Rabbi Shimon in yesterday's daf? Rabbi Shimon says a sukkah needs four walls. Four walls. Three. Three Regular walls and the fourth wall only has to be a tefach. The fact that he requires a fourth wall is why the Gemara understands why in order to go ahead and be a diras keva. Rabbi Gamliel, what did Rabbi Gamliel say? What if one goes in and makes their sukkah on a wagon? On a wagon. Right, we'll say this was the first Chabad sukkah, right? You know, right, the right, the mobile sukkah. Before they had back, they had pickup trucks. Right, so you put it, you put it on, you put it on the back of a wagon, or Baroshasino, or on a boat, or on a boat. So we'll say, what's the Rabbi Gamliel posa. Rabbi Gamliel says it's puzzle. We'll discuss why. Rabbi Akiva machshir, and ultimately, again, Rabbi Akiva says it's kosher. The Gemara is assuming right now that the reason Rabbi Gamliel says that it's puzzle is because that's not called Dira's Kana. that's not called a permanent dwelling. Beishamai, what did Beishamai say? This Be said, if someone is sitting in their sukkah and their head and the majority of the body is in their sukkah, but their shulchan, their table, is inside of the home, Beishamai poslin. Beishamai says, ultimately, again, it's possible. because again, Beishamai will say you need more of a diras keva. Rabbi Eliezer, or Rabbi Eliyaz say, this says, but it's an interesting case. If you make your sukkah, srif literally is like a tent or a hut. But let's see, if you could imagine, this is a situation. Imagine you're making a tent-like sukkah. But ultimately, again, you're, you're remember, in a tent. The roof and the sides are the same thing. So in this case over here, imagine you made your roof sides at a schach. So you have no, you have effectively no walls. All you have is schach. So, or Rebo say, imagine you took your schach and you leaned it against the wall. So let's say the wall is your wall, but the schach is slanted against it. So ultimately, again, Rabbi Eliezer says that it's lagag Because it doesn't have a roof. Because say the way because Rabbi Eliezer demands that a sukkah be a, a home, a diras keva. And a diras keva has walls and a roof. say that it's kosher. Achirim, what are the Achirim say, Desanya Akhirim, Omrim, Sukkah ha'asuya kishovach. If a sukkah is made like a shovach, we'll say now, shovach literally means a dove coat, right? Rashi says over here, the point to remember is agula, it's round. If you make a round sukkah, emyeshpeh keifa, I'm sorry, P'sula, in lezaviyos. A say, if you make a round soka, it's gonna be possible. Why? Because it doesn't have corners. We'll say, what's wrong with not having corners? Ultimately again, because again, the chayrim will say, that does not resemble a diras keva, right? That does not resemble, ultimately again, a, that does not resemble a more permanent structure. So the common denominator amongst all of these opinions that are quoted is that, we'll say, I wanna be clear, Everyone agrees that the essence of a sukkah is a diras arai, is a temporary, impermanent dwelling. That's what everyone agrees. But at the end of the day, what these particular opinions hold is that there must be an, I'm sorry, diras arai, an impermanent dwelling. What they all agree, however, is there must be some element of keva. There must be some element of permanence, because remember, the whole essence of sukkah is that the diras Arai becomes my home, right? The, the temporary dwelling becomes my permanent dwelling for seven days. So, in order to reflect that, even the diras Arai has to have some element of keva. Good. That, that's the opinion I was say Now it happens to be, we we we're gonna we're gonna see this because we'll see all of these cases in, in greater depth. We accept this premise to a certain degree, right? So that's why, for example, there are certain parts of the sukkah, you know, we'll we'll discuss about, you know, a wall, a wall that could stand up to a Ruach Metsuya, right? A wall that could stand up to just a regular wind or a mechitza she'en in bokimbo, or you can't have, uh, you know, breaches in a wall so big that an animal could run through it. We will have these kind of ideas. So Sukkah represents this interesting, like, dialectic that on one hand is clearly diras aray, temporary dwelling, but yet in order to make it your home, it has to have certain keva qualities. What type of keva qualities, how many keva qualities, that's the to such So we will say, so now that the Gemara brought up this case, Now that the Gemara brought up this case of the Sukkah HaSuya Kishovach, which was the circular Sukkah, the Gemara is going to focus for a bit on this. This is going to be our our Amr Alif. We're going to go through this Sugya relatively quickly because we're going to see at the end of the day, this is a, a the Gemara is going to talk about a number of mathematical equations, but the conclusion of the Gemara, not to give it away, is that the, the equations, right, or the formulas don't really seem to add up. That's going to be the conclusion. So because there's the advantage of preparing the shear ahead of time. Hey, so so because, they, because they don't fully add up, we'll kind of just run through it a little bit, get a flavor for it. So the Gemara says as follows, Amr B'yohoram, Sukha Siyu Kivshan, what if you have a sukkah that's made like a kivshan? Rabbi said, a kivshan literally means, literally means uh, a, a furnace. Now if you look at Rashi, Rashi says, agula the less like Ultimately, again, it's a circle. It's a circle sukkah. Rabbi said, Rashi just points out, this clearly does not reflect the view of the achirim, because the achirim just said before, that's what? That a sukkah that's run that doesn't have corners is possible. Okay, assuming we don't accept that opinion, you make a circular sukkah. So what they say now, the Shailah is, how big does a circular sukkah have to be? Shab Yochanan says, If at the end of the day, it's large enough that you could seat 24 people in the circumference of the sukkah, then the sukkah is veimlav. and if not, psula. So that's the shear for a circular sukkah, seating 24 people in the circumference of the sukkah. So who's the pain does that reflect? Kirebi, it must be Rebbe because what did Rebbe hold? psula, Because Rebbe held that a sukkah has to be amas by amas. Let's analyze this. Michti gavra ba'amsiyos. say how much space does a person occupy when they sit? Let's assume an amma. Let's assume an amma. A person occupies an amma of space when they sit, and therefore again. Rabbi say we assume. That three tefachim in in circumference represents one tefach in diameter. But if that's the case, betray Sarasagi. Then you don't need a sukkah that seats 24 people. All you need is a sukkah that seats 12 people. To which the Gemara says, Tap of Chesam Adalif, Hanimili bi igula, that's true in a circle. Aval biribua. But I will say, when you're talking about a square, you're going to require more space. You're going to see, because obviously, this, what does the square have over the circle? The corners. We're going to discuss this. How much larger is the circle? Than, I'm sorry, how much larger is the square than the circle? One quarter. We assume, we assume that a square... Will always be one quarter larger than the circle. We're going to discuss. will say hey, this is all going to have to do with how you're drawing everything, right? Are you drawing Are you drawing the circle in the square, or are you drawing ultimately again the square in the circle? Okay, but, but we'll see this. So, if they come ego, how much larger generally do we assume the square is than the circle? So, reveal ultimately again one quarter larger. Well, again, once again, bishis Sarsagi, then I both say still, still the requisite shear should be 16 amos. Hanimili, be eagle dinafik mi goribua, as we just mentioned before. This is true when what? When ultimately you're drawing the circle inside of the square. So I will say you have two pictures over here in the right. Do you have pictures in the Gemara also? Good. So hanimili, be eagle dinafik mi goribua. That's true when you're drawing the circle inside of the square. Avauribua did mi mi gula. But I will say ultimately if you're drawing the square within a circle, bay it then of course we you're going to need even a greater circumference or a greater diameter in order to accommodate that. To which the conversion, because obviously if you're drawing the circle, it's the square inside of the circle, you have the corners as well. So let's analyze. So let's analyze. So we we'll any say any amma any any of circumference, Ultimately, again, it's going to be an ama and two fifths in the alachson in the diameter. If that's the case, then again, I will say the shear for the circular sukkah. Shasagyo, ultimately, again, it should be seventeen amas minus a bit or minus a fifth. So the gemara says, "Lo, doc." That's okay. You know, when he said the shear, when he said the shear of sixteen amas before, he just wasn't being exact. The shear is really seventeen amas minus a bit, and he just wasn't being so exact. So the Gemara says, one second, When we say that someone is not particular with the shear, that's fine if they're a little bit off. The Gemara says, But if the disparity, ultimately, again, is too great, do we say, To which the Gemara says, And I remember, this whole discussion was premised on the idea that when a person sits, they occupy an arm of space. Is that true? It's not really true. Rather, I will say, the way to look at it is as follows. <inaudible> I will say, really, the shear is three people occupy two amas of space. So it's not really one person per amo. It's three people occupy two amas of space. So, therefore, <inaudible> say, what's going to be the size of the circular sukkah? Shisar, ultimately, again, 16 amas. But yet again, we mentioned before 17 minus a fifth. And we'll say that's close enough. 16 to 17 fifth, you could say low duck. You could say that Tana just wasn't very particular with his shear. Ultimately, again, we'll say when do we say low duck? When do we say that saw Tana is not careful with his measurements or not exactly his measurements, We'll say that's only if he overestimates. But do we ever say that again Low duck when it results ultimately in a kula Let's go back to our original premise A person occupies an amount of space Rabbi Yochanan makom gavri Rabbi Yochanan not referring He's not measuring the sukkah By the amount of space That a person takes up So says Therefore let's analyze this How much are we talking about What's the size so tamni sorry. ultimately, again, it should be 18 amis. I, the Gemara one second, we just said before, you just said before that 17 amis minus a fifth is also enough, to which the Gemara says, hainu low duck. That's what it means when you say that the Tana was not exact with his measurement, so, i will say the true measurement is going to be a sukkah with an 18 amma circumference. Really, 17 minus the fifth is enough. The Tana was not exact, and that's okay. You could say that now. Why? Because we'll say here the inexactitude of the Tana's sheer results in the Khumra, because you're saying you need more, which is fine. So, the rabbis of Kesari, others say it was the Dayanam of Kesari, Amri. Igula Migo Ribua Riva. So I will say which is, which is that the circumference is one quarter less than the perimeter of a square. Circumference is one quarter less than the perimeter of a square. On the flip side, on the base, Ribua Migo Igula Palga. The perimeter of a square is one half smaller than the circumference of a circle. To which the Gemara says, those Shiurim don't work. Velohi. The kachazinon, the lohavi And I will say, the Gemara says we see that it's not true. The measurements do not add up. Okay. So I will say. So bottom line, what's the takeaway? What's the takeaway from the sukkah? So I will say. So first of all, you should know la la'maisa. We paskin that a circular sukkah is kosher. A circular sukkah is kosher. You know, but but remember again to make this very simple, you could build a circular sukkah. But la'maisa, at the end of the day, at the end of the day. The circular sukkah must conform to the minimum dimensions of sukkah. What's the minimum dimensions of sukkah? Seven by seven, seven tefachim by seven tefachim. Rosho, Rubov, v'sholchano. So as long as at the end, so essentially, now again, that is true. That is a square measurement. So as long as that square measurement is fit into a circular sukkah, Shulchan Arach Paskin's Halacha Lama that's kasha. So the shear, the shear doesn't change. The shear is the shear is the shear. Zayin al Zayin. Whatever shape you want to make it in, you can make it in. But I will say, but at the end of the day, we Paskin against the Achirim. Because the Achirim said, in previous Gemara, that you cannot make a circular sukkah. We Paskin that Halacha Lama you can make a circular sukkah, as long as it conforms to the Shiurim of Zayin al Zayin. Incredible. Say, go I'm Rabbi Levi, Mishra Amir. I'm say very fascinating suga ahead of us now. So Rabbi Levi is the name of a mayor. Shtey Yotsrim. So we'll say you have two craftsmen sukkahs. Now what's the case over here? Take a look at Rashi. Shtey Yotsrim. Rashi says, Kach haya shal Be a mayhem. So we're talking about craftsmen who used to fashion earthenware utensils. So, this is what they used to have. Osin lahan So, uh, an earthenware craftsman used to go ahead and have two huts, two sukkos, one inside of the other. Now, what it means when it says one inside of the other, it really means one in front of the other. So, you'd have sukkah A, and then in front of sukkah A, you'd have sukkah B behind it, behind it. Now, watch this. So, b'pnimes hudar, dar umatsniya So, we'll say, in the inner sukkah, in the inner sukkah, that would be his domicile sukkah. That would be the craftsman who would live there. He would live there. He would keep his stuff there. So we'll say the outer sukkah, we'll call it the front sukkah, that was his shop. Right? That's where he would produce his wares. And that is where he would also go ahead and sell his wares. So production and sell would take place in the outer hut. And he would live in the inner hut. Who live in the inner hut. Okay. So let's go back to the Gemara. So I'm Rabbi So you have a double sukkah of, of craftsmen. One inside, really one in front of the other. So watch this. in The inner sukkah, the inner sukkah, which again I'm using, I'll call it the back sukkah. The back sukkah cannot be used as a sukkah. Now, now again, I want to point out. Remember, this is a hut. Which means, which means, it had, it had a, it had, it had walls and what? And it also went ahead and, I'm sorry, and it also went ahead and had a thatched roof. So it had schach. So that's had schach. So pretty much everything you need in order to be a kasher sukkah was in fact there. But nevertheless, the back sukkah, which is his domicile sukkah, his domicile hut, cannot be used to fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah. Okay, we'll discuss why. Furthermore, be mezuzah, And it's chayevin mezuzah. Right? So the craftsman has to put a mezuzah on that back hut. Both say, take a look at Rashi. P'nimis in the sukkah. in ba'le she' besuachah. Bechag l'shem sukkah. If he wants to use that back hut, his domicile hut, for the mitzvah of sukkah, it's not going to work. V'afag avdolo inon sukkah l'shem chag. The ha'kebis hilal kamelon demachshri sukkah yeshom masnesin. Both say, this is actually going to be Tomorrow's, tomorrow's sukkah. tomorrow's sukkah. Tomorrow's sukkah. Sorry, tomorrow's sukkah. Tomorrow. This is actually tomorrow's topic. Is actually you can see it's the Mishnah on Taz Semandal sukkah Yeshana about the fact that you could actually use a sukkah that wasn't built for the purpose of sukkah. For the mitzvah of sukkah. Right? It was a very interesting idea. So again, the Gemara is getting ahead of itself a little bit. So if I don't need a sukkah that's made the shame sukkah, then why can't I use, why can't the, the earth? why can't the craftsman use his back cuts for the mitzvah of sukkah? Hacha enos sukkah, Rashi says, de lo a milsa de la shame sukkahu. Because Hudarbo So said, the like this Do you know why the craftsman can't use the back sukkah? You know why he can't use the back sukkah, his damasal sukkah? Because it's not going to be apparent that he's fulfilling <laughs> the mitzvah of sukkah. So <coughs> said, what we're going to see is, as much as you don't necessarily need a sukkah that's made for the purpose of the mitzvah of sukkah, you're dwelling in the sukkah must be clearly representative of the fact that you're doing this for the purpose of a mitzvah. If it's not clear that you're living there for the purpose of a mitzvah, that's not the mitzvah of sukkah. So therefore, again, the craftsman can't use the back hut for the mitzvah of sukkah. Why not? Why not? He lives there the whole year. So because he lives there the whole year, it's not going to be apparent that he's using that for the mitzvah of sukkah. Furthermore, again, it's chayev of Rashi says, the chayev of mezuzah of the yolam, bishem dechaldira sabah. is chayev mezuzah, why? Because that's his home. Because that's his home. Because that, that that's where he lives. Vachitsona, back to the Gemara. Vachitsona, but we'll say, if he wants to use the outer sukkah, the front sukkah, for the mitzvah of sukkah, on the yomtev of sukkah, that works. That works, so we'll say, why does that work? What does he normally use the first sukkah for, the outer sukkah? Right, that's a sha. Oh, so you want to move that, you want to make that your domicile for seven days. Oh, then that is apparent, that that is the mitzvah of sukkah, and that ultimately, again, will work. Upitura mina hamezuzah. And at the end of the day, the outer sukkah, right, we'll call it the front sukkah, the shop sukkah, that's gonna be patah from mezuzah. We'll say, why is that patah from mezuzah? Because that's not a domicile. Remember again, there's only, there's only the biblical obligation from mezuzah is only upon a domicile. So that's not his domicile. He doesn't live there. He doesn't live there. So because of that halacha he doesn't have to put a mezuzah there. I said the gemara says va'amai. But why doesn't the outer sukkah, the front sukkah, require a mezuzah as well? Ultimately, again, the outer sukkah should be like an entranceway to the inner sukkah. And the inner sukkah, is his domicile. I'm sorry, v'amay teve chitona, I'm sorry, <laughs> Both say there's a halacha, that if a particular space serves as an entryway to a domicile, you have to put the mezuzah on the entryway. So we all agree that the inner sukkah requires a mezuzah, why, why? Because he lives there. So why don't we look at the outer sukkah as the entranceway to the inner sukkah? And halacha l'maysa, make it chayim, is based on that. To which the are going to say, Because at the end of the day, it's not kavua, it's not established. What does that mean? Take a look at Rashi. First, why? Because we'll say, at the end of the day, these are huts. And because they're huts, they're not totally kavua. They're not totally established. And because they're not established, that outer hut could be moved at any time. And therefore, although Chelamay say cannot be considered like a base shar, like an entranceway to the inner hut. So I will say so good. So I believe he introducing us to this very interesting idea, which is in the case of the craftsman, right? Double hut, double hut setup. Outer hut, workshop. Inner hut, inner hut domicile. The inner hut is chayyim Mizuza. Right cannot be used as sukkah because also what we begin to see from here is so you begin to see by the way we're picking up like a number of nuanced details by sukkah. In the previous sukkah we learned that as much as sukkah is a dirask arai, there have to be certain elements of keva associated with it. Now we're beginning to see that as much as you don't need a sukkah, to, you don't need a, to build the sukkah, the shame sukkah, that'll be tomorrow's suya, but you're dwelling in the sukkah must be clear. Must must be must must clearly represent that you're doing this for the sake of the mitzvah of sukkah. Therefore, again, the craftsman cannot fulfill the mitzvah of sukkah by living in the hut. He lives in all year. Even though what? Even though what? Even though what? It's a bona fide sukkah, right? It's interesting. So what's this kavater? Ten rabbano. Ganbach, Ganbach. So also listen to this. Ganbach is a mnemonic. What does that stand for? What does that stand for? Sukkas Goyim, Sukkas Noshim, Sukkas Behema, sukas Kusim, Sukka Mikomokom Kshera. And we All of these type of Sukkas are kosher for use Yom Right? Sukkas Goyim, or Sukkas Goyim, that's the hut of a non-Jew. Rashi says Sukkas Goyim. So, let's say a non-Jewish person has a summer hut. Right? He summers in a hut. So what happens, now again, it's a, it's a, it's a bona fide sukkah, right? it meets all the criteria, I could use that for sukkah, so I could use that to fulfill my mitzvah sukkah. And I will say again, we'll discuss what you have to do with this, there, there are still certain, the ceramics, you don't have to do anything with it, you do, you do, but what we're going to see is, essentially, you don't need a hot that's built, L'shem Sukkah, in order to fulfill your mitzvah. I was say, right, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to have Kiddush printed on the wall in order for it to go ahead and be a Kasha sukkah, right? Any hut will do as long as it satisfies certain criteria. So that's Sukhas Goyim. Sukhas Nashim, what's the case of the hut of women. So again, the Gemara explains over here, and one actually doesn't say it, but Sukhas Nashim was a, was a hut that they used to use for weaving. Okay, a weaving hut. Sukas behema. So, sukas behema. will say is a sukkah, not, not that's made for animals, but rather again a sukkah that was made for shepherds when they would go ahead and watch the animals. Or go Or the truth is, we'll see. It's actually machloki. Some say sukas behema actually means a hut made for an animal. Sukas kusim. Which us again, remember, we always come back to the Kusim, right? We're not sure about their identity. They were transplanted by Shalmaneser, the king of Ashur. They converted. There was an outbreak of lions. Are they Jewish? Are they not Jewish? Legitimate conversion? Not. Okay, if they made huts, you could use their, ho- their huts. And sukkah mikomokom. And any type of sukkah. Any type of sukkah. Now, we'll discuss exactly what that means. But I will say, the common denominator is kshayrah. All of these are kosher. All of these are kasher. All of these are kasher. So I will say, of course, the caveat is the schach has to be appropriate. In other words, what the Gemara is saying is you can use any hut you want, but the hut must conform to the particular halachic criteria. Good. My kilchasa, I will say, what, what does that mean, by the way, that the schach is kilchasa is appropriate? I will say, this is very interesting, that it has to be the kind of hut that was constructed for the purpose of shade. In other words, I don't need a sukkah to be made for the sake of the mitzvah, but in order for the sukkah to be effective, it has to be the type of structure whose primary purpose is for shade. That's the, that, that's the reason it was made, to provide shade. It could have been made to provide shade for gayim, for, for kusim, for nashim for to weave, that, that's fine. But as long as it was a structure that was made for shade, it could be transformed for use for sukkah as well, which is very interesting. Sukkah. So we'll say if Rashi, my my the ilut mechamasa, or So we'll say, so with, See the reason why the Gemara was intrigued by that lashon of misuchechas kilchasa as long as it's properly schacht. What is that saying? That the schacht has to provide more shade than sun, or that. No, no, that's obvious, that's obvious. What the Gemara means when it says, means at the end of the day, to tell us what, Rashi says, we could just say it outside, that it has to be a structure made for shade. At the end of the day, is called the sukkah because of the schach, and the entire purpose of the schach is to do what? Is to provide shade. So what the Gemara is saying is, if you find another structure that was made for shade, you could repurpose that for use as a sukkah on the Tov of Sukkis. But it was made for some other reason other than shade, then so Allah, you could not use it on sukis. We'll say next. Sukkamikomakum La Suya Mai. When the when the brace said a sukkamikamakum, any kind of sukkah, what does that come to include? La Suye sukkah Sukkas Ravkash. Right? Or rakbash, I should say. Rakbash. We'll say, what's a rakbash? Listen to this. The Rakbash is Sukkas the hut of shepherds. Right, the hut of shepherds. Which I will say, Kishmok in says, Bisada Leishay When the when the shepherd is watching his flock, he makes a little hut in order to provide some shade, right, protection from the sun and from the elements. Sukas kayotzim right. So I will say, Kayotsim. Interestingly enough, this is a uh, kaitzin is the, is the person who watches the figs. Where we'll say, words, they would dry figs. How do you dry figs? How do you dry figs? You spread them out on the ground and you watch them dry. So there's a guy whose job it is to watch the figs. We'll say you ever have a day where you say, I really want to be the fig watchman. Right? One, one of those days. That that some days that looks like a dream job, right? I'm just gonna sit in the field, work on my tan, right, and go and build a hut, right? A little fridge in there and just watch the dates dry. Namash, it says the Gemini stuff, Sukasborgen. So Sukas Burgenen so, is a hut. Is a hut, Rashi says, Show me hot, you're the cooling yisrailin. So, interestingly enough, what's the difference between the Rak Bash? and the ganbach is that the rakbash refers to huts owned by Jews. They were made by Jews, owned by Jews, right, so Jewish shepherds, or ultimately, again, Jewish fig watchers, or burginin, I will say, are, are like security tents, right? The, the people who would guard the city, guard tents, guard tents, sukkahs Burgin, sukkah shomei peros, or general, against someone else, let's say, guarding a field, right, Just literally watching the fruit, guarding the field. So they would, they would make these huts, sukkah mikomach, or any kind of sukkah, Kshira. ultimately again it's going to be kasher as long as now say going back to what we said before is going to mean what? made for the sake of what? shade good so my kilkosa, say, says, what does that mean kilchasa? it was made for shade I was to say again I don't need the sukkah made for the mitzvah of sukkah what I need it made for is shade. Once it's made for shade, then I have the ability to transform it for use, by not really doing all that much actually, for this, for, for sokis, of sokis. So the Gemara says, Miko Makom La Mai. When it says Miko Makom, any type of sukkah, what does that come to include? So the Gemara says, La Sukkas Ganbach. That comes to include the sukkah of Ganbach. So now, interestingly enough, we have two, really two different prices over here, two different opinions. The first price it indicates to us that you could you could go ahead and use a sukkah's ganbach. So remember again, Remember remember the mnemonic, right? Ganbach gimel goyim nun noshim, beis. What was beis? Behema. Thank you. And chaf kusim. Chaf kusim. Right. You could use a sukkah any type of those four any type of those four sukkahs. Second sukkah or second opinion said it's sukkah's rakbash. Roim shepherds, kayotzim, the drying figs, burginin, security tents, shomrei pe- peiros, shomrei peiros, I should say, those watching those watching the fruit. So we'll say, so again, it's either rak- ganbach or rakbash. Now, interestingly enough, both are agreeing that what? Both are agreeing that haloch lamaisa, pretty much any type of structure can be used, as long as what? As long as what? It was made for the sake of providing shade. So we'll say, so now let's, analyze, let's just analyze this. So we'll say, here's what's interesting. The Ganbach group, the Ganbach group started with the statement of Sukkas Ganbach is kasher. And we can also come to include a Sukkas Rakbash. The Rakbash group said, Rakbash Sukkas are kasher. And we can also come to include Ganbach. So says the Gemara. Let's analyze this just a little bit. So the Gemara says, of Ganbach." So we'll say the Tana of Ganbach, which was the first Tana, right? Goyim noshim behema Kusim. So Tana Ganbach, alima le Ganbach. So let's we'll say he feels that the Ganbach Sukkos are of greater are are, are there's a stronger case to use Ganbach Sukkos. Then there are to use rakbash sukas. Why is that? Listen to this. Mishum de the Because ultimately become the denominator amongst the Ganbach Sukhas is that is that ultimately again they are Kivi, they are established. They're established. They were of a more of a more permanent nature. Now obviously they're all hots, but of a more permanent nature, as opposed to what? As opposed to the katana mikamokomassi rakbash. And therefore, we come to include the rakbash sukkos because the rakbash sukkos ultimately again are a bit more of impermanent nature. So again, the first time I will say the ganbach sukas make more sense because they're more kavua, but we'll also include the rakbash sukkos that will also be kasher, even though they're a little bit less kavur. Look at Rashi sukkos rakbash last Rashi and the Daf. Delokavi. So I'm So say just the nature, the Gan Bach more often just remain in place. The Rak like, Bash like again, you even just start with the first Gible, rowan Shepherds Hut. Where do you put the Shepherds Hut? Where do you put the Shepherds Hut? Wherever you need to. In other words, wherever there's pasture, and where there's pasture, there's not going to be pasture later on. So by definition, the first kind of holds... I like the I like the ganbach sukkos better. What says is interesting, right? Because the ganbach sukkos, the common denominator is they belong to non-Jews. They belong to non-Jews, whereas the Rakhbash sukkos all belong to Jews. But the first tunnel will say we don't really care about ownership. we care about the nature of the structure. So ganbach is a little bit better because they're a bit more permanent. This segues back to the previous sugi before that to have some element of keva is actually advantageous. The second, but nevertheless, nevertheless, even the Tana of Ganbach will still hold that what that Ravkash or Rakbash is kosher as well. The high Tana of Rakbash, and the Tana who held that I like the Rakbash sukkas better, he says Alima lay Rakbash de Ultimately, you will say, why does the Tana of Rakbash like those like those? Because we'll say, who do the Rakbash sukkas belong to? Jews, Jews. So you have a hut made for shade that was made and belongs to a Jew. So that Tana feels that's a little bit easier to repurpose such a hut like that to sukkah. To sukkah, right? He likes the Jewish ownership piece more. So he wants, the b'nei the Tana Mikomakom ganbach. But again, even that the Tana of Rakhbash will agree that we also come to include the validity of ganbach sukkos de'lav b'nei chayuveninu, even though again the ganbach sukkos ultimately, again, belong to non-Jews. Nevertheless, since they were structures made for shade, they will be kasher as well. So I will say, so an interesting machlokas, an interesting machlokas, but at the end of the day, it turns out, there's not really a machlokes. There's not really a machlokas, because everyone is going to agree that at the end of the day, both types of sukkos are going to be kasher. Rakbash sukkos, which again, are more permanent, but Gentile ownership, Ravka, rakbash Sukkas, which are Jewish ownership but a little bit more temporary, all of them are going to be kasher as long as what? As long as what? As long as they were made for the purpose of providing shade. Now, I will say we're going to see this sugyah is going to make it would be, it would be this sukya is going to make much more sense when we get to. Tomorrow's Mishnah, because tomorrow's Mishnah is going to speak about a Sukkah Yishana, which essentially is the case of taking of taking an already existing structure and now utilizing it l'shem mitzvah sukkah. And that's going to highlight the idea that a structure, a sukkah, need not be created l'shem mitzvah sukkah, that you could take a structure that already exists as long as it was made for shade and repurpose it for sukkah. What you have to do for it, the Meretz Hashem we'll see tomorrow a little bit. So we'll say, I'll just... Um, I'll just end off with with one. And it, the truth is, there's some interesting halachas also when it comes to the um, when it comes to the sukkah of the yotzer. I'll just give you a mara makom in simin tafresh lamidvav Sif bays. The shulchan actually talks. I mean, talks about all of these cases, and and this is all halacha What I just will point out is as follows: that actually, no, I'll save I'll save this part for tomorrow. What well, I was supposed to end off with is as follows: um, I, I don't. I, I saw this once. I don't remember where I saw it. That there is a there is a beautiful a beautiful lesson that is that is com- that is contained in this Ganbach and Rakbash mnemonic. I will say if you look at these words, leaving aside what they teach us by Sukkah, there's an incredible life lesson as well. Ganbach, Ganbach. So what does Ganbach stand for? So again, the ganov bicha, it refers to the thief inside of you. So we we'll was saying, every person has a thief which resides inside of them. So what, what 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 is my inner what is my inner thief steal? My inner thief steals from me, right? My inner thief steals time by misusing it. My inner thief steals resources by misallocating it. My inner thief steals kokos by not maximizing them. That's the ganbach, the ganov Bihad, using the middle base twice. The thief inside. So i will say, how do you battle the inner thief? Because i will say, isn't this the greatest challenge in life? The greatest challenge in life is that we steal from ourselves. We have so much potential, we have so much good, we have so many resources, emotional, spiritual, so many things that we could accomplish with. But yet we steal from ourselves and misappropriate from ourselves. So how do you go ahead and take care of the Gan the Gan of Bechah? So we'll say, what's the next mnemonic? Rakbash. We'll say, what does Rakbash stand for? Rakbosh. Be embarrassed. Be embarrassed. Meaning what? <laughs> that a person sometimes has to take, take, take a step back in life and take inventory. And look at everything that Hashem has given me everything that Hashem has given me, all of the brachas, all of the beautiful things. And I will say, remember, when you take stock, when you take inventory of your brachas, it does not minimize your challenges. The challenges are the challenges. But even with all of the challenges, take inventory of all of the brachas and ask yourself one simple question. Are you maximizing your brachas? And I will say, the reality is that for most of us, when we ask that question, the answer usually is no. (coughs) Rakbosh. Be embarrassed. Be embarrassed. But not the kind of embarrassment where you feel terrible about yourself, but the kind of embarrassment that motivates you to live differently and to to, to just act differently. When I take a step back and I take inventory of all of my brachas, and then I realize, wow, I'm not maximizing those brachas. That's embarrassing. Because when someone gives your boss, right? It's if somebody went ahead and gave you a million dollars, and you went ahead and you bought a million dollars worth of lottery tickets because you know, so this is such a great idea because now I'm going to take the million and I'm going to make it. I don't know. What's the pot up to these days? So whatever is, is, I'm going to make it into 65 million. We say they're a fool. You're a fool. You could take the million dollars and invest it. You could take the million dollars and do this. But say, how many times might the Chesh Baruch Hu give us a whole world full of resources, a whole life full of resources? And instead, what am I doing? I'm showing up at 7 Eleven and just buying lottery tickets. I'm going ahead and totally misappropriating all the beautiful resources. Rak Bosh, sometimes I have to be embarrassed about what I do with the resources that the Chesh Baruch Hu gives me. But the beautiful part is that the embarrassment is not an ends. The embarrassment is a means. Okay, I'm embarrassed about how I've used the resources until now. But I'm going to use that feeling of busha. I'm going to use that feeling of embarrassment to spur me to do better in the future. So it turns out that Ganbach and Rakbash are not just dinim in sukkah, but they're dinim in life. Ganav Bichah analyzes sometimes I am the greatest thief. I don't steal from you. I don't steal from anyone else. I just steal from myself by misappropriating and misallocating the resource that Khalaj Baruch Hu has given me. And what's the answer? What's the antidote? Rak bash. Rakbosh. Be embarrassed. And let the feeling of embarrassment not get you down, but let the feeling of embarrassment push you to do better going forward. So i so stop over here, pick up a HaShem with the new sujit tomorrow. <laughs> it's a bit one, right? So, yeah, give me a I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Unless, unless, unless what Tzadik is saying, he's referring to Am not Shuvmiyavah. Maybe. He, he doesn't say okay. it. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, sure. <laughs> it, yeah. Oh, man. But. Oh, man. For the math. You, you know? oh, it's not hard. It's not hard. Just the calculations. At the end of the day, I don't. Know. I don't. Know. Oh yeah, pie. and this. Yeah. I don't know why the. It's interesting. I don't know why they give Mara. I think they want the right to show us. Like, you know, this <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying because at the end of the day, it's simple. Or it's, it's just whatever, whatever the number of people is, it's a Zion zain in, in a square. But, right.